Accurate Light is brought to you by Lee Summit Cares. Lee Summit Cares is a local nonprofit led by an advisory board of local teens focusing on helping youth develop positive relationships and creating a culture of physical and mental wellness in the community. Welcome back to this new episode of I Can Relate. I'm Gianni and I'm joined by two guests today. Uh, Carson Jones. Aliyah Zam. I'm going to start off with a quote that's been speaking to me recently. It goes, short men aren't boys. Dang, man. <laughs> that's a real quote. You know, recently, you know, I was trying to talk to this girl and I asked her to a dance. And she was like, yeah, you're cute. But like, I don't think we look good together because I'd be taller than you in heels. Like, has that ever happened to like you? Absolutely. There's been so many times. I actually went to homecoming with a girl that was taller than me, especially in heels. It really like that height difference was very noticeable in photos. <laughs> and even though she didn't say anything, I got flamed by my friends for at least a month straight about looking like a midget in my photos. Nah, there's one of my friends, like every time we take photos, especially like for like pictures like that, like Coco prom and stuff, mm-hmm. he stands on his tippy toes in the back. That's so like, up. if you like zoom in in the pictures, he he's on his tippy that toes. pressured yes. to reach. But you have no clue. Because, like, girls don't like short guys. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to break it to you. You can look great. You know, I feel like I'm a 10 out of 10 personally. You know, personality, <laughs> looks, everything. I'm just short, you know. Sometimes God has to nerf people, you know. And you just get nerfed, you know. Can't be perfect in every way. That's so true. I used to be, uh, I used to be chubby and short, which really was not a good combo with the girls. Uh, I remember I was standing in line for Spanish class, and this girl turned around and looked at me. She's like, man, you kind of look big in that hoodie today. I'm like, why did you need to say that? There's no need for that. Like, what do you get out of, like, saying that? Like, I, I don't like go up to you and say, times, like. People have a lot of audacity where it shouldn't be given. Like, the hoodie thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what? what the, there was no need, or the, what, there wasn't a comment. But what gives people the right to think that they should just say it? I don't know. I feel like people just, like, want to feel like they're better than somebody in some way. Like, I don't know why, but, like, I feel like that's just, like, a human nature thing. Like, you never want to be on the bottom of the toilet bowl. Yeah, they want to feel like that superiority. They're like, oh, I put this kid down, so now I feel better about myself because I'm not chubby or I'm not whatever. You know, it makes them – they try to acknowledge themselves like that. Yeah, and it's crazy because those standards come from what we've experienced throughout our lives, basically from... Saying what's perfect, you know, like the perfect person. Yeah, or just media norms. Like, you guys were talking about being short. A lot of the people, the ideal couple is uh, when the guy's taller and the girl's normally shorter. There's like a massive height difference between the two. The dude's like 6'2", the girl's like 4'8". She's like, oh my God, this is great. That's wanted. Between us. No, that's weird. You look like uh, his little child. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's wanted. That's that, crazy. That girl that's, wants that. That's crazy. No, you talked about like how you like chubby, but you're like you look like you like hit the gym now. Yeah, no, so I mean it wasn't from that comment, but my whole life I look at myself in the mirror like, man, I really do not like the way I look. And it wasn't getting any better. And I kept eating and eating and eating like the way I used to until eventually I reached a point and I'm like, I cannot stay like this anymore. Like it's getting hard for me to do things I used to I you know, I ran the mile and I remember I was in middle school, I ran the mile. And I thought I died on that track. And I was like, all right, we need to change something up. So for it's been about, I think it, I think we're on month 10 of my cut. And I started at 205 pounds. And this morning I weighed in at 151. And it's the hardest life change I've ever made. Because I still have those eating habits. Every single time I open up the pantry, I'm like, oh, my God, I could really go for some Cheez-Its. Or I really want to make some ramen noodles. I'm sick and tired of eating chicken. Or I'm sick and tired of having to make these meal preps to better myself. And it's not only that, you know. You start to lose a lot of energy from not eating 
and then going to the gym constantly, you run out of time, right? You get tired from running. You get bored in the gym. But that drive to continue going on, I, I, I really can't even explain to you how I've kept that drive. It's just it's so ingrained in me after making that schedule for nine months and sticking to it that I'm probably just going to I'm just going to keep going until I look the way I want. For me, the gym has become more of a thing of it's become my form of therapy. Like it's I do it to become one basically just get, it's a time for me to focus and just for once just think about myself instead of worrying about you know the homework let's do tonight and then you bring up the mile i used to dread the push-ups uh-huh. the push-ups were bad doing the mile and just being out of breath or just not dreading the fact that you have to go to pe and like be compared with other people and seeing your performance but for me going to the gym has become initially it was something to it still is to better myself or do something better or achieve certain goals that I've set for myself. But it's hard for me to realize that it's hard to like actually reach those goals because they're always going to change or it's never going to be enough because of like, I, gee, I know you're the same way because we work out together, mm-hmm. but like the standards that you place on yourself, you're never going to be satisfied because you're always going to want more. No, for sure. Like I, you know, I wake up, I'll look at myself and then you're like, man, I look really bloated today. Even though I don't look bloated, like I didn't eat anything bad. I've been sticking to my diet, but just for some reason, your body, you have that mentality, that body image where you're like, okay, I, you still see your old self in the mirror and you can't find a way to get rid of it. And so your only drive is to continue going and going and going until you try to look the way you want, but it's never going to be enough. And that's just how it is. Well, for me, because like when I, <laughs> <laughs> my friends motivated me to go to the gym because like seeing them like their dedication, the motivation, I just want like, because like me, I like, like, I'm not like trying to say like I'm perfect or anything, but like. I never, like, had the feeling, like, I had to go to the gym because, like, I've always been, like, skinny and stuff and, like, strong mm-hmm. at the same time, like, top of my class, like, as an athlete. But, like, my friends were, like, consistently going to the gym and, like, I feel like me making myself go to the gym makes me, like, makes me, like, able to do anything. Like, if I tell myself I got to do it, I got to do it. Like, that, like, I can hold myself accountable for going to the gym. And that's why I will, like, that's why I go to the gym. Absolutely. I mean, I've been listening a ton of negatives about this entire process, but at the end of the day, it does make me feel better about myself when I'm able to go to the gym and stick to that. And I think a lot of times people don't talk about, you know, uh, how you mentally develop as well when you stick to a schedule like that. And when you make a life change like that, you, I don't know, even know how to put this into words, but the way your mindset changes, the way you view things, the way you view yourself, the way you view tasks I noticed one thing for doing that life change of losing weight. All of a sudden now, if I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit and do my homework for an hour and I'll get on my phone for five minutes. I'm actually able to stick to it and I'm not just giving in to these little urges to get on my phone every five seconds. It's building mentality. For me, okay, since we were talking about being short Mm. for you guys, personally, 5'8", can't complain much, can I? 5'8"? Uh-huh. It's kind of short to me. Uh, well, for a girl, you guys. Honestly, I feel like if you're like five six or above, not even five six, five two or above, you're kind of tall in some ways, you know, because they're like, it's like short people in the world, like okay. shorter than you. Yeah, so. I was trying to ask though the. <laughs> sorry, the, in the gym, how do you feel that being short affects you and your image on yourself? Because you're going to all of us work out. Mm-hmm. I work out what six. Five, six days a week. How often do you guys work out? Well, I run, I'm running track now, so, like, I don't do it as much. But, like, the days I don't have school, I go. Or, like, during spring break, I'm going to go twice a day. 
Okay. So I go like work out and then go. To the I mean, gym. you can consider track as working out. That too. is, like, working you're doing some out. kind of physical activity. You're doing something to better yourself, right? Yeah. Right. So I mean, I'm going same as you, five yeah. six days a week. So, how does the issues that you guys face with self image affect your performance at the gym? Makes me work harder, honestly. You know. Uh huh. I just like saying like, oh, I can lift more than you. It doesn't matter that I'm shorter. You know, because they go to the gym with me, but like I'm still stronger than you. It doesn't matter. So for the most part, I am uh, stronger, but my main goal isn't strength. It's to look good or to view myself better. Um, but the one thing that keeps me going in the gym, I always tell myself, it's like, what if you do that extra mile? What if you push yourself a little further than everybody else? And when I do that, then I'm like, I just feel like I'm above everyone else. And it kind of <laughs> motivates me. I know it sounds like a superiority thing. <laughs> But it does. It helps you. It keeps you motivated. It keeps you in track. You're like, if I can push myself to go this far, what can I really achieve? Do you think, like, people, like, going to the gym to sculpt their bodies perfectly is due to social media? Like, they're seeing everybody's perfect life. Like, everybody. Like, all the social media stars, like Michael B. Jordan and other people like that, just, like, shredded bodies, just everything that everybody wants. Do you think that makes people want to go to the gym more? For me, it's, like, I notice how other girls are portrayed on social media, but it's hard to find girls that look like me because I'm not the skinniest of the skinniest. I don't have the biggest butt. I don't have the biggest boobs. I don't have a flat stomach and abs. I have thick thighs. I'm chubby, and I'm aware of that. And for me, it's becoming a lot of what I want for my body has stemmed from what I've seen on social media and, like, what I feel like I should be. But... In the end, it becomes what I want for myself. But then again, my wants come from what I'm seeing on the media. I started realizing that uh, what people look like on social media is oftentimes unachievable unless you're taking some kind of performance enhancer. A lot of the guys on there are just absolutely shredded. You just can't. It's just not achievable. right? You're Alex Eubanks. Exactly. I'm absolutely. Actually, isn't he natural? I'm not for sure, but even if you get, even if you're natural and make it to that point, you're going to have no drive to do anything in life. Your body needs some kind of body fat, and if you're that shredded, a lot of guys will go on and they'll talk about how they have no sex drive. They've got no, they've got just no emotion at all. They just, I mean, that's it. They've got no emotion, no energy, no drive, nothing because of that. So how do you differentiate between what you see on the media versus what you want for yourself? I don't. I mean, I guess the only thing I, I kind of, what I want for myself is to look the best in my family. I compare myself to my brother, my family members, and if I'm like, if I'm sticking out in my family, I've gotten where I want to be. I'm the strongest in my bloodline right now. I'm satisfied. In the bloodline, the whole <laughs> line, the whole line, the whole line. Ancestors my and everything. Six-o, my six O, my six O cousins got nothing on me <laughs> if I can bench more than him. See, for me is, uh, I just feel like. I just have good self-confidence in general. Like, I just walk into a room, I just feel like I'm the best guy in there, you know? I feel like, personally, my brothers might disagree, everybody might disagree. I'm the best-looking Jones out there, you know? Where does your confidence come from? How were you able to get that confidence, or were you always like this? Did yeah, you I'm going to need to know that. We're going to need to start taking I'm notes. I'm going to a secret. I don't know. It was just, like, growing up, you know? Just, were you always so you're told telling me, you right, be- you got... On, you got self-confidence, right? So if you walked into a party, for instance, right, and you see a girl and you're like, oh, you know, you don't once think maybe I'm too sure to talk to her. Or maybe... The she- only thing I would think about, I like walking into a party and I look at her and I'd be like, would it be weird if I walk up and talk to her right now? Oh, I don't care. And that maybe I would like probably walk up and try to talk to her. See, in that sense, you're doing way better than I am because if I look <laughs> at a guy and I the automatic, my first response is like, 
I wear a scarf, I'm Muslim, I'll be like, ah, that's going to scare him. He's not going to even look my way. Or it's going to be... <laughs> I just feel face. like you, I just feel like you can just tell, like, if you look at somebody and they look at you back, and, like, you guys make eye contact. And then at also, that point, it's language. not weird for you not to talk to him after you make eye contact. You know, Do you like, ever pressure yourself? Because, like, I was, they, I go into a list of, like, I'm too big or I'm too this or he probably wants someone skinny or tinier. I'm too tall. I, th- that's like my mentality between sometimes me and a if the girl's like five ten or above, I'll be like, maybe this might be a stretch for me to go up and talk to her. But why has you know, height become such a big thing that matters in order? Cause you can and get this is shot not just down. You, I'm just you can saying get in shot general. down as a guy just for your height, just for like no reason, mm-hmm. just cause your height, just cause how tall you are. That's and right. it's such like a prominent thing mm-hmm. in like today's society. Like if you ask a girl, like, what's your like perfect like idea for a man. They'd be like, uh, a lot of money, six foot, hits the gym, uh, has something going for him. Yeah. I mean, do you have anything to say about that, Aaliyah? You know my opinions. <laughs> well, for starters, I do agree that a lot of girls our age, especially because we're all, are we all seniors in here? Yeah. Yes. We're all seniors in high school. And a lot of the times it's very common for girls to have this ideal picture or this more idealistic point of view towards having a significant other but i also do think that it's highly important and i can only speak for my preferences does height matter not completely because i think it's more important to have an emotional bond with someone or to genuinely care or be able to tolerate tolerate i mean that lightly tolerate someone and enjoy their presence and actually be able to see yourself succeeding with the person versus having a guy that is the opposite of that, but he happens to be shorter, I would try and go for the guy that I feel there's some sort of connection there for the long run. But that's my mentality. A lot of the girls are not into that. They might just be like, I'm going to date a guy till the end of senior year, so I have to... It's for the image that I'm putting up on social social media or just what others are going to think about them. That's just me. So. Yeah, no, I mean... I mean, yeah, I you know, you have the uh, ideal opinion for guys... But the majority would definitely care about height, especially right now. You know, maybe when we get older, women are going to start looking for men who got their stuff together and not just tall guys. And I do believe that's going to happen eventually. But short term, it sucks being short. One thing I'm happy about being short is that uh, statistically we live longer. (laughs) So if you're taller than me, you die first. Sorry. Survival for the fittest. I mean, and I'm about you, to piggyback off that. That's true. I'm going to live a little longer than everyone else. Have fun being 5'8". I'm living a nice, the air is fresher up here. It's, yep, so it's you nice. die first. So the okay. air is not fresher. You know what they say? Got to you. Rain hits the shores, people last. So I stay a little drier <laughs> than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you feel like you have a societal advantage. Because you're short. Okay, is there, like, any, like, other body image things that you guys, like, struggle with? I struggle with just my looks. It's hard because you can have other people, like, for me, you can have people tell you, no, well, you have certain features that just, they make you stand out. Or they can, or they'll just say, like, I have recently, I don't feel like I'm losing weight, but I've had people come up to me saying that, like, oh, you're doing great, like, I know personally I've lost inches, but I don't check my weight as much. And so I had people come up to me, and it's my mentality to where I'm like, well, I don't see this change, or I don't look like this, so then that's just how I am, though. 
it comes into body image. So I have something like that. Like when like people give me like compliments sometimes, but like, oh, you're like, okay, guys. Again, this is not me trying to brag or anything. When girls be like, oh, you're kind of cute. Like, it, like always like catches me off guard because it's just like, why? Like, I like I don't feel like I'm always the best, but even though I am the best, I don't know. It's like it's a weird, it's a weird <laughs> complex <laughs> that I have. It's such a weird complex, but like, I feel like it stems for me like. That complex, like, for me, like, I always wanted to, like, date this one girl, but, like, that one never happened. So, like. Why? Uh, that can be talked about in another episode, okay. but it's not okay. the right time. <laughs> but, like, also, height also, like I said, is, like, a big factor. Because playing sports, basketball especially, you go against giants. Like, I broke my ankle playing basketball. I wanted to go block this guy named Deuce Roberts. He's six seven. Guys, I, I did the task. I blocked him. No way. Then he fell on top of me and broke my ankle. So <laughs> I lost in the long run, guys. I lost in the long run. So do you think <laughs> I lost in the long run? Couldn't walk for six months. Uh, it's actually like that sucks. Yeah. Your ankle doing better? You back at it, blocking him? Six, seven guys? No, he uh, goes to Temple now. He goes to college. And mm. I stopped playing basketball because my ankle sucks. So Tried yeah. to get surgery, metal plate, three screws, tight rope into my ankle. Mm. Are you joking? No. <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm sorry. Buzzed off my head. I went bald. <laughs> rough time. Rough time. Rough time. <laughs> All right. Wrapping it back, though. Thank <laughs> you. The body remember. image and ego. Um, you seem to have... A huge ego, which is not a bad thing at all. It's actually amazing that you look at yourself po- so positively. I mean, every once in a while, you're like, okay, maybe I'm a little short. But for the most part, you're you're pretty on track. For me, personally, um, I wouldn't say my ego is necessarily bad. Like, I'll, if I walk into a party, I'm kind of the same as you. It's more, like, awkward to go up to a girl who doesn't, who's never seen you before. Then I, That's, like, the first thing I think about before I think about, well, maybe I'm too short. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That normally happens after they deny you or if they deny you. Yeah, they'd be but like, there has to be some reason. What's the reason why? Yeah. Go back, study tape, study film. Go back and then succeed the next time. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got plays on this. <laughs> you guys are both better off than me because I walk in already, like, shitting on myself, so. No, like, seriously, I feel like you can't, like, fully, like, like, okay, relationships, like, talking to people, you can't, like, think of yourself that way because then when you, like, Think of that self, then you portray yourself that way, and then you portray yourself that way, then they're gonna think it. So you always gotta think you're the best. So everybody thinks you're the best. Then I, everybody envies you, you know? Yeah, there's a story that happened to me. Uh I'll never forget this. Basically, I went to this New Year's party and there's this girl there. I was like, man, I got no shot with her. Right. But I started talking to her and we just talked all night or whatever. But uh, the next day I go to school and this super tall guy comes up to me. I'm not gonna name his name, but he knows who he is. He's like, dude, you made me lose five bucks. Like, what do you mean I made you lose five bucks? He's like, I was supposed to hit on that girl, and she didn't want anything to do with me. She just talked to you the entire night. And I was like, that's a short king win. Like, yes. That's a win. Such a W. Honestly, I don't know why people fear rejection so much. Because I feel like that teaches you a lot if you get rejected, you know? Yeah, it's really not that bad. If you get, I mean, that's just life, right? You get rejected. You get rejected from jobs. You get rejected from interviews, whatever, right? But I feel like rejection really toughens you up. Like and then it helps you future. find the right person, right? Because I mean, then, like, it. it makes you, like, if you go back out there, then you're persevering, and then you're growing as a person, then you're doing more. Exactly. Because you miss 100%, 100% of the shots you don't take. And call me Steph Curry, because I'd be making them. 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your most proud shot that you made? My most proud shot? Well, I was like crushing on this girl for uh-huh. like No, wait. This is my most proud shot. When I got my surgery and I buzzed off all my hair, I was hideous. I'm not lying. I was hideous. I was. Yeah, oh, you gone. can relate to this one, Gianni. I was gone. And this girl that I thought was like cute for a long time, like she was flirting around my hair. I had no hair, and I still bagged her. Like I pulled her. Like it was like the best thing ever. You know, we dated and uh, we broke up sadly, but it was <laughs> it was a great time. Um, what do you get? Like, what do you guys like? What are you looking for, girls? Like guys, like. Wait, no, wait, this is what I meant to say. Looking at social media, what do you guys, do you guys think that changes perspective on girls and guys you should go for? You'd be like, because I look like this, so I have to be like this with this certain person. Or like, oh. They look like this, so they would never be like a person like me. No, I always just go for my type. Like, I have a type. Everyone has a type. Everyone has something they look for. I don't have a type at all. You don't have anything that you look for. I don't really anything have a type either. You don't have anything. No, it's like my, like, they vary a lot. Not even like hair color? No. Actually, guys. Something small. Like, gingers. Is it really gingers are really attractive. Oh my god! What gingers are like? It's like it's like a mix. It's like they're either super attractive or way down there. What? What do you mean by that, dude? Have you, you, you ever seen? A, have you ever seen a ginger in between? No, but listen, that's not the point. <laughs> exactly. I feel like you're not commenting on anything. You're I don't know what to say. I'm in a room with two boys talking about how short they are. I'm. A, it's not even my height because I'm only an inch taller than both of you, right? An inch and a half, maybe two inches <laughs> taller than both of you. But that's, it's not even the fact that I don't know what to say. First of all, I'm in awe at what is being said today <laughs> in the staple. And there's so many things I could say, but I don't know how to properly word it Well, like, yet. What do you look for in guys then? I don't have a preference. You don't have a preference either? No. No way in my room with two people with no preferences. Okay, you have no look, outlook. Nothing. The, for me, again, I've stated my type, my idealistic type, and for me, it's not so much physical. Like, I can be with a skinny, scrawny guy, depending on how I interact with a man, or or the man, or the person, mm-hmm. depending on how I interact with them, and how, for, and again, I can only speak for myself, I have to see a future with you in order to dedicate my time to, with you. And that goes with anything. That goes with friends. That goes with relationships. If I can't see you either helping me better myself, and this is, maybe it's rare to see, I don't know, you're making a face, Gianni. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it's rare to see, or for me, it's it's just a connection, which that's how where I see relationship. That's where my preference on relationship is. So for you guys, when you guys get into a relationship, do you mm-hmm. guys see... Um, I have to see a future. Do you have, you have to see a future? Yeah, I just can't like hop in for like no reason. But like, okay... This is also for you. What is the future? Can you just see yourself dating this person, or can you see yourself building something with this person? It's like I know I want to date a person. It's like when I'm talking to them, and like we have genuine good conversations. I genuinely like don't want to talk to anybody else, like any other girls. So I'm like, yeah, then this is the one. Yeah, no, I get that. Like when you start being able to talk about whatever you want, and you guys have no, there's no awkward silence between you two during topics. Right, things are just flowing like they should be. You're like, okay, this is gonna be great. But, like, for you right now, because you're a senior, right, we're all seniors, and you're going to college, are you looking for long-term? Are you looking for through school and that Oh, stuff? my goodness. This is such a good question to ask me. At the beginning of this year, 
me and my football teammates had the saying talking about, oh, what was the saying? I just forgot the saying. It was like not catching, oh, not catching feelings. I'm only catching like balls, like footballs, right? Because you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, footballs because you're like playing the sport of football. So they all, we all went to the kind of like the topic of like that. And then now all three of them have girlfriends, you know? And I'm the only single one. And I like, it like hit me, like it dawned on me that right now you're a senior, so getting a relationship will like not be perfect, you know, because you're about to move away. Mm-hmm. You guys probably won't be like she could be a junior, or she, like she can go to college, she can be in college, like anything. And then, but next year you're gonna be a freshman, and nobody wants to be in a relationship as a freshman in college, because then you're in this new stage of life, you're exploring yourself. I just feel like personally, there's no like perfect opportunity for a relationship in life you just like it just comes to you know like it just has to happen yeah it just when it happens it happens and you kind of just know or you hopefully know and don't miss the opportunity but i can kind of see what you're saying that makes sense so are you looking for long term or are you just waiting for it to come just waiting for it to come if it comes it comes that's true you get in a relationship would you date in between or you would only I, i guess what i'm trying to say you said you would only date if you saw a future with that person yes i agree with that that's just, I feel like that's should. That's how it should be. Or if I talk to a guy in a serious way, I have to have the intent or the knowledge that I believe that something else could come of this. I feel like I get bored and I flirt with girls, but, but, oh guys, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Oh, my God. Listen, <laughs> listen, I can flip this back around. It's not bad. Okay. I, like, always, like, let them know. Like, I'm, like, I'm never mean. I'm, like... I'm a senior, and I'm not, like, looking for anything serious. So, like, if they, like, start, like, say they like me, I'm, like, maybe I don't like you that much. So, like, what are you looking like, for in the relationship? I, well, I thought when you get in a relationship, then you got in a relationship because you found something in somebody. I do. But you still flirt with other girls? No, I don't flirt with other girls when I'm in a relationship. That's weird. I'm talking about, like, oh, oh you're talking about okay. before. So, you were talking oh, about okay. the in-between. So, if you get with a girl, you said it yourself. You talk to girls or you flirt with girls when you're bored. Yes, I did say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. That's normal. Okay, so you said that. So when you're talking with the girls when you're bored, you don't see anything I don't happen- sell dreams. Okay, so you don't see anything happening with them. It depends. It depends if I like the girl or not. Like, of course, like, no, what I'm trying to say is you can, like, talk to a girl and flirt with a girl, but you know that that's not going to go anywhere. But you do it because it's, like, fun, you know? Okay, Lee, but then... Of course, if they feel a certain type of way with you, then you can't do that because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah, so isn't that leading them on? No, because okay, bringing on the mutual. perspective of a girl. Mm. Bringing on the perspective of a girl. Okay. This is the one time I speak in this area now. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> thanks, we'll thanks. I appreciate up. it. Even though it might be a mutual agreement in the beginning that nothing's going to come of this, as you talk to a person and get to know them, do you not get an emotional connection with that person? Oh, you do. That's why communication is key. So you're, so you're saying that as you communicate, you won't gain anything from that thing? Or and you're just saying that you're strictly talking to that person just because you're bored and it's time to flirt? Okay, but if, like, that seriousness comes along, then I drop everybody and I, like, it's just them. And then that's Okay, so you eventually, like, that, that could be something. Yes. You start off with flirting with that person, but as you get to know them and talk to them, you might... You can't hit the table. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. As you eventually get to know that person, you get, you might see something happening with them and then just cut everyone else off. 
Yeah, and then like you tell them how you feel, and then after the like they tell you how they feel. Depending on what happens out the situation, then sometimes you leave and sometimes you stay. Mm-hmm. What if a girl has? So I feel like you can't like start off with a girl and immediately think relationship. There's stages to it. There's I the agree. friendship, yeah. and then yeah. there's the flirting stage, and then there's the kind of talking stage, mm-hmm. and then there's a the dating stage. Man, this guy's got it planned out. I mean, he hit the money. He has yeah, not wrong. So I'm really it's not a bad it's guy true. for flirting with multiple girls. No, I'm not saying you're no, a bad guy. No, we, we, we were just confused. You were a bad we thought guy. you were flirting with multiple girls because you got bored in a relationship. Oh, no. That's, that's, that's so that. messed up. Like, yeah, okay, like, okay. 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 Yeah, Miscommunicate. <laughs> 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 she needs the headphones next time. Yeah, so she does. I don't want the headphones. Back to self-confidence and body image. Why didn't you put the headphones on? I don't like hearing my voice. Why don't you like hearing your voice? I don't know. Honestly, I, don't, I feel like a lot of people have that issue where they'll hear a videotape of, of themselves and they'll be like, that's me talking, or they get annoyed with their voice. We G- sound smooth, don't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, honestly, I hate my voice too. And I record music all the time. And like, I just hear the playback. And like, short time, it's like short time, like if I'm by myself, like, oh, it's fine. But when I hear my voice and I'm like a crowd of a bunch of people like listening to me, I'm like, I sound so dumb. Like, yeah. why do I sound like that? You're supposed to piggyback off the confidence thing because you were Mr. All Confidence. But uh, since we're on the real topic, the that's <laughs> that's honestly so true. You really like, listen, like, it's like a happy birthday, right? And you just, he- you pick you, out your voice you from out the your crowd voice, of people. Exactly. Like, oh, my God. Like, I'm ruining this silhouette. Like, I do not deserve <laughs> to be in this happy sing. birthday song. Did you guys ever do school plays? Yep. Yeah. I did the school play in seventh grade. And I it was Into the Woods. And I was Prince Charming, and I sung Agony. And I tell you, my voice sounded like a dying sheep. Like, it was so bad. And I thought I was, like, so cool. Like, yeah, I just did that. (laughs) (laughs) And then I listened to it. I was like, oh, God. You ever get that feeling where you feel like hot shit one minute? Like, even this isn't just about, like, play. Like, I'll dress up a certain way. I feel like I feel good about myself. And then you get playback pictures, and they're like, you look dumb. Like, I don't know what you thought you were doing. And somebody be like, dude, what were you doing with those shoes? Like, for real, you didn't like them? <laughs> I thought they were kind of fly. Like, they went with the fin and everything. Nah, bro. You did not but do like you that. see it in yourself, Those too, though? Snapchats, like the, the, what is the it, Snapchat playback? Memories? The memories. Oh, my, oh my God. Like, from, like, a couple oh months gosh. ago. And you're just like, oh, my God, I look like a bum. In like, why was grade, I wearing this? I dyed my hair blonde. Like, however it was, like, blonde. And that look was not a great We're going to have to see pictures after this podcast. No, okay. worst mistake, I, I shaved my head. I thought I was so bald. Like, oh, I shaved my head. I had a bald, I have a bald friend, and... uh me and my other friend, we were like, you know what? We'd be like a ball trio. Like, I think it'd be funny for the summer show. Oh, my God. It was, it was bad. But, you know, going back off what you said, when you were bald and you pulled somebody, same thing happened to me. I was in Cancun, and there's this girl in the pool. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so cute, right? I'm like, there's no way I can talk to her. I don't know how I did it, but, like, we were playing the the, the resort host these w mini games. It was w- no, 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 these resort hosts these mini games, right? And uh, I happened to be in line with her brother, and we were just talking or whatever. And so her brother invites me over to go hang out with them. And then all of a sudden, I start talking with her, and it just worked. And I was like, oh, my God, but I'm bald. So I know. I just feel like for being short, you just have that automatically good. You have to have a good personality. Like, people have to like you. Yeah, I was short and chubby, so I got both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you got to be able to joke around. You got to be able to make jokes, make people laugh, especially when you're big. Yeah. Big friends are the funniest. Or the short ones, because I'm the funniest in my friend group. Oh my god! Overall, just listening to us semi argue, and this fun little podcast that we've created. Yeah. The one takeaway that I want the viewers to have from me is that 
You've heard three seniors talk about all of their di- their different experiences and what they're going through. It's never ever going to be the same for anyone. And just know that everyone's going through their own struggles and they're struggling in their own ways. And it's their job to figure out how and what they're going to do in order to overcome their insecurities or fears. Yeah. And one more thing, like, you know, people always say to improve yourself and people, when people improve themselves, they oftentimes improve themselves because they want to look better for somebody else. Do it for yourself. Do it for, Do it for yourself. yourself. I know it's hard and I know people say it and, you know, saying things is easier said than done, but if you actually do it for yourself, you can go so much further with it. It means so much more to you in the end. Also, for me, my one takeaway is I just want, like, everybody to know that being confident, just being confident helps a lot. Like, even if you're not, like, you can be confident and be not confident at the same time, you know? Because, like, you can, like, have that one small insecurity, but you just got, like, just not care about it to be yourself. Yeah, no, you just got to put it away. You just got to lock it away. Like you walk into a party, you had that small insecurity, and all of a sudden it's gone. Like, I'm the guy away. here. I'm the man. You got to be him. Exactly. <laughs> I'll start taking notes. Walk into any party, I am him. <laughs> I am that man. <laughs> all right, well, thank you for all the listeners today. I hope you guys had a fun time. Also, listen to us kind of just argue back and forth and talk about everything that we've gone and gone through when it comes to body image. And, uh, you guys have a great rest of your afternoon. Or day. Day. Okay. Time at school. Or night. Have a good life. <laughs> have a good life. If you're above six foot, I'm sorry you might die before I do. Oh, I'm going to have a longer, more fulfilling life than you. Just remember that. Yeah. I Can Relate is brought to you by Lee Summit Cares. Lee Summit Cares is a local nonprofit led by an advisory board of local teens focusing on helping youth development positive relationships and creating a culture of physical and mental wellness in the community. I Can Relate is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or most of your favorite podcast apps. This podcast is a production of Fredcast. Think, speak, act.